On today's episode of Locked On Lightning, we review what happened last night. Probably in some fan bases, they view that as an assault. We view it as, basically to put it plainly here on the show, an ass-kicking. We'll get into all that and more. Just a reminder, today's show is brought to you by Locker Room, now rebranded as Green Room. Come find me uh, as we do live shows in the coming days. We'll especially be doing a lot of those in the offseason. Uh, download the app and join me this join me in the near future to get in on the action. Green Room changing the way we talk sports. All right. Time to play that music. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Tanker. I said it. I said it. I hate to tell you so. Well, I don't hate to tell you so, but I said it. I said it once. I said it twice. I said it a million times. I've said it probably even more than a million times in this show. When the Lightning win the first five minutes of the game, you could basically pencil yourself in to have a good night. And boy, did Lightning fans have a good night last night. I I figured that, you know, the Lightning not only were going to win because they're a team that does rise to the occasion. Let's make no mistake about it. But I thought it was going to be maybe a 4-2 game, a 3-1 game. Maybe even a shutout where the Lightning get maybe win three nothing, four nothing. But I have to say, I was not, I I did not expect the absolute bully ass kicking that they handed to the Islanders last night. You know, I, I and and I guess that goes hand in hand with the fact that they played. Probably the most complete hockey game they have played in this entire playoffs. You got contributions from everybody top to bottom. Steven Stamkos, who hasn't had a goal in forever, netted two last night. And it looked like it was classic Stamkos, one-timers galore there. I mean, the first one was a lucky bounce, and... A lot goes into that, you know, and the Lightning haven't really had that kind of luck that we saw last night. Not only did they get the lucky bounces going their way, but they also had calls going in their way. The one thing that I went off on, if you listen to the last episode, and if you haven't, go ahead and listen to that. You'll see not only you know the 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 pregame preview of the game or whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm all over the place that I as I normally am. If you're a frequent listener, you already know, but. I predicted it. I predicted it. I predicted it. And, you know, I I don't mean to sit here and pat myself on the back. But when I do predict things or when I do make these, I get, yeah, I guess predictions, I guess. I mean, there's there's really no other way to say it, really. I'm usually right. I I think uh, for our listeners out there, um, 
if you've been a long time listener, go out and tweet out to the show. Um, what what do you think my percentage at this point is? I would like to say probably at least in the nineties, mid nineties. Um, and I've been hot, and I don't make them. I don't make them very often. But fact of the matter is, is that the Lightning did exactly what they needed to do last night, and. Also, the Islanders did absolutely nothing last night, and I and I guess you know you could chalk that up to whether the Lightning played well or the Islanders just did not play the way that they were supposed to play. And you could you know whether you're an Islander fan listening to this podcast or you're a Lightning fan who is listening to this podcast. The fact of the matter is is that. That last night's game was one of those games that we've seen probably in almost every playoff series thus far that I could think of at least. Where usually, and I said on yesterday's episode that these kind of games usually come in game two. Uh, where both teams kind of maybe overcompensate or, or maybe adjust too much. And you see these high scoring games. But I did not think... That the Lightning were going to put up eight eight goals, and really that goes back to me saying that you know the fact that the Lightning played a complete hockey game. They played great defense. Vasilevsky was co- as comfortable as you could see Andre Vasilevsky be, and when Andre Vasilevsky is basically settled in, which he was last night, um, it's going to be a long night for the opposing team. Now on the other side of things, the Islanders did not play well at all. They looked like a shell of themselves. The moment got too big. They looked like they were more interested in being physical out there than actually playing hockey. Um, and then especially when you try to go out with that game plan, that doesn't allow your offense to get into the groove of things. On the other side of that as well, you also have to realize that they they only had 21 shots on net. And that goes back to the Lightning playing very good blue line defense as well as neutral zone zone defense. And and really doing a lot, a lot of work in the Islander zone. Which I really hope they carry that over. Because I'm sure a lot of Lightning fans would agree with me that... Game six in Long Island, a very, very difficult spot. Even if you're the team that is up in the, in, in the series, if you're the away team going into a very, very aggressive, hostile environment such as the Nassau Coliseum, then you know you better do what you did in game five. What it goes down to, and the other thing—I mean, I mean, I'll get into the some of the things that happened in the game that were very interesting, especially the Matt Barzell thing that happened at the end of the game, where really, probably in the regular season, we see him get maybe a suspension, a one-game suspension. I would probably—I expect him to get maybe a a fine. I don't think they're going to suspend him, especially. When the Islanders are might might be get might be get eliminated from the playoffs, might be getting eliminated from the playoffs, 
Can't talk today, people. It's just one of those weeks. But because, you know, if, if Barzell gets suspended and the Islanders lose game six, we'll never hear the end of it. Trust me. For someone who lives in the tri-state area in New York where the Nassau Coliseum is within earshot, Islander fans will not take that. Will not take that well. <laughs> so last night, the the lightning. Now I, I said on yesterday's episode as well, and and I guess I didn't phrase it well enough to where you know. So basically, I I stated and I've said it before that the key to the lightning, you score in the first five minutes get off to a good start, you win the game. Now, I guess to generalize that, and another, and one of the listeners, uh, off the top of my head, I cannot remember, unfortunately. If, if you are listening, um, I'm sure I'll get your, I'll, I'm sure I'll get your name uh, once the show is over. Tweet out to me, uh, basically acknowledging what I said on the show, and by the way, thanks to all of you that do that. Love the interactions that we get on Twitter. Keep it up. Really appreciate it. Love the feedback from you guys. Some of you have been messaging me on the side uh, through my personal account. Some of you have been hitting up the show account. We love all the feedback here that we get from you guys, all the enthusiasm that you continue to show. Uh, We encourage more of it. We encourage those who have never reached out to us before or me to go ahead and do so. If you reach out to my personal account, I'll get back to you within seconds probably if I can. Uh, that is at D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. Uh, and also go ahead and follow us at our Twitter account as well uh, for the show, LO underscore Lightning, and follow us on Instagram at Lockdown underscore Lightning. Twitter is where we mostly do most of our business. Uh, we are on Instagram posting, but not as frequent as Twitter. But anyway, the Lightning scored. Uh, the Stamkos goal was in the first 10 minutes. Um, and you can kind of tell when the initial goal is scored off a very lucky bounce such as that, that it's going to be a strange one. And boy, it was a strange one out of the eight goals that the lightning had. I probably would say maybe three or four of them were off weird bounces or ricochets. And that's not something that's a good recipe for a starting goaltender, who is having to go through that. There's no way you could get a groove or a feel for the game. And you really saw it with Sorokin early on. And that's why I think Barry Trotz, even though he gave up three goals in the first period, pulled them. Which, personally, I don't think was a good idea. I, I, I'm more of a believer of in keep, you know, if a guy gives up three goals or whatever, um, Stick with him if he's the guy that got you there. Now, let's make no mistake about it. Semyon Varlamov is the Islanders' number one goaltender. And I, I'm ne- I've am i never been a fan of the two-goalie system. And I obviously, it's, it's becoming more and more popular as we see it with a lot more teams in the NHL. Hopefully, the Lightning don't have to worry about that issue uh, for a while now. Obviously, they have one of the best cold tenders in the world. I don't think they will ever play with it until maybe after Varlamov uh, has been has finished his career and has won a thousand Vezina trophies and multiple Stanley Cup rings. But I don't think that was a good idea. I think that 
it's going to be interesting to see who Trot starts in Game 6. And if it is Varlamov, how is he going to be able to bounce back from that? Because we saw this in last year's playoff series against the Islanders. It, things didn't really go well after he kind of played around with the goalie situation. Now, I understand you want to kind of conserve a guy's confidence out there. I totally get it. But really, at the end of the day, when you're facing off and off against an offense such as the Tampa Bay Lightning and you just got absolutely massacred in a game which now you have to go back home not as bad of a situation as if you know this game was in Long Island and then you have to go back down to Tampa a little bit still daunting though you know you're you're basically playing for your playoff lives here I don't think it's a good idea to pull your goaltender. You know, I think really at that point in time, I'm sure Trotz was probably thinking the same thing. If I was the Islanders goaltender, I would be thinking about the next game. I would be thinking about, okay, on one hand, do I pull Varlamov here to preserve his confidence? Or B, do I keep him in to kind of get, you know, do some good things so it, you know, this game isn't an exact wash? Which, really, I, I mean, if we look at this, Sorokin didn't do much better. He gave up five goals. Now, Sorokin's young. He's a rookie. Um, he's got a ton of talent. Let's just say, you know, I, I think, you know, Sorokin is going to be, obviously, the starting goaltender for this team in the future. And hopefully the Lightning don't have to run into the Islanders as often as they have in the last two playoff years. Um, but he's going to be a very good goaltender. And he is very talented, and he has shown flashes of it. But, you know, you can't really fault him. The The Lightning did a fantastic job, which I'll get into with their approach in this game. Uh, but first, let's talk about two of today's first sponsors, one of which is Locker Room. This, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social media audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you could talk with me and other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. I'll be hosting the rooms for Locker Room, uh, so go ahead and make an account, link it up with your Twitter. So how it works is that once I make a room, I'll send out You'll all get a notification as long as you follow the Locked On Lightning account on Locker Room. It is now, uh, they did an update and they they started to reach, to to change their names to to Green Room. So just keep an eye out for that. It's available available on Android and iPhone so everybody can get on it. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about the NHL or whatever league you are interested in. You'll find fans like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You'll have a chance to chat with me and might even have a chance to be featured on the show. How, how great is that to be a guest on Locked on Lightning? Dave Randorf, Lightning play-by-play guy, was on here. He had a blast. I had a blast with him. We got to get him back on here before the playoffs end. Uh, so... You go to the lock the locked on lightning podcast through our locker room conversations. Go ahead and remember to follow us. So go ahead and download the free locker room app now. Currently available on all iOS devices as well as Android. Remember they changed their name to Green Room now, so just keep up with that and look for the locked on lightning uh, room. Um, I know you don't want to miss out on that. And once we go live, you will get a notification. So don't forget to turn those notifications on for the app. 
All right. So moving on to our next uh, sponsor, and that is Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, as well as NHL is still in the swing of things. So, and you could track all the action at Bet Online, get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action before the next pitch or puck drop. Head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% that's 50 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use. Use the promo code locked on. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sports book experts. All right, so moving on to the second half of the show. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Lightning did everything well. Uh, you know, you couldn't have asked for more. Out of the out of what they did, really the the most complete game that I have seen out of this team throughout this entire playoff. Yeah, they had runs throughout the season where they played this brand of hockey. Didn't always necessarily run the other team out of the building, but you know you don't have to. Doesn't matter. I mean, really, what it came down to was the Lightning played very well. They played a hundred percent all around, and then on the other side of that, the Islanders played a terrible hockey game. And you could see it. They were frustrated. They couldn't get anything going. And that's when, at the end of the game, we ran into issues where guys like Matt Barzal, uh, well, he was starting this halfway through, kind of like when you kind of knew the game was over. Guys like him, you know, you saw Martin kind of doing things as well. Uh, him and Shen duked it out. Um, in a situation like that, I I don't mind it, but at the same time, there's always you always run the risk of injury, and especially when a game is pretty much over and out of reach, you don't want to and you don't want to get guys fighting. Really, you know, even if it's Luke Shen who really who scored a goal in this one, actually, um, you don't want to see him getting hurt because that's kind of the that's the one guy um, that I really love on this team that really does not get into a lot of play um, who you don't want to get hurt. By the way, one assist away from getting the uh, the Gordie Howe hat trick. Uh, that would have been cool to see. I wonder how many of those uh, have been done in uh, playoff history. Uh, but yeah, the Lightning did a very good job getting pucks through traffic, uh, creating a lot of traffic in front of Varlamov and Sorokin. Um trailing the puck handlers uh that's how the Stamkos goal was scored the first one um and you know really just did a very good job all around and I did say before on uh that the game that the Stamkos goal was uh 10 minutes in I'm mistaken it was 45 seconds in and so yeah the Lightning actually did score a goal within the first five minutes um so there you go they basically won the first five minutes on the stat sheet as well. So, yeah, I, I mean, all around great game from this team. Um, everybody contributed. Alex Kloran played magnificent in this one. Andre Palak got back on the scoring card. Kloran had two goals in this, by the way. But the guy I really want to talk to talk about other than Andre Vasilevsky, who, I mean, was, is at the peak of his powers now. And I wouldn't be shocked if he throws up another shutout. 
in game six. I really don't. I mean, just you could just see how it, by his body language that there was nothing getting by him. And, and I think it's really a trade-off kind of thing where when this offense is buzzing around and super confident uh, as they were in game five, when Vasilevsky, that you know, that's just that instills a lot of confidence in your goaltender. And when you throw a lot of confidence on your goaltender, such as Andre Vasilevsky, he feeds off of that. And he's a he's a momentum kind of goaltender. And he will definitely he's the def he's the kind of goaltender that could definitely bring this and carry this over into game six. And that's why I'm saying I'm not surprised. You know, I'm not predicting it. I'm not predicting it. I'm not gonna be one of those, but I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't be shocked if Andre Vasilevsky um, threw up an, a big old donut against the Islanders in Game Six. But the player I really want to talk about to kind of wrap up our second segment of the show before we wrap things up um, is Braden Point. Braden Point has been having one of the best postseasons that we have seen. Probably in years. Now, to kind of put this in perspective, uh, Braden Point right now through 16 games played, 13 goals, 5 assists, that's 18 points. Now, to put that into perspective historically, um, the record for most goals scored in a playoff, uh, single playoff run is 19 by Reggie Leach. In during 1975-76 playoffs, uh, and, and it's it's insane to think about that he is only six away from from tying the all-time record. Now, obviously, the the other player that is also tied with that is Jari Curry, who, if you're you know not really brushed up on your hockey history, he was on those great Edmonton Oilers teams with Wayne Gretzky. Maybe maybe you heard of him, Mark Messier. Uh, so really, you know he. He's going to be an elite company if he continues this. And and you could just see out there when he scored the other night, no no thing. No big thing about it. It wasn't a big deal. He I he Braden Point is the kind of player that doesn't get a lot of credit for what he does because he plays with players such as Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos. And, but he's still the kind of guy, you could just see it by his body language, that just goes out there and expects to score every single night. So if you're looking at where he is right now, historically, who who he's kind of in the clubhouse with right now, uh, with goals scored. Now, a, a ton of players have scored 13 goals in a single playoff, but I'm just going to list off some of the notable names. Brett Hull, Phyllis Bezito. Claude Lemieux, Ray Ferraro, Rod Brindamore, who you might remember is the head coach of the Hurricane of the Hurricanes, and Wayne Gretzky. So he's still an elite company. And I'm very curious at this rate what everybody thinks, where you think he'll end up. Now, obviously the Lightning still have at least two games to go before they get to the Stanley Cup Finals, which at this point, I fully expect them to close it out in Game 6, as I previously stated, with how I think that Vasilevsky will play. But I'm curious with some of you, the listeners, where you think, Braden Point, hypothetically, and maybe maybe 
we we you know either we'll we'll put a poll online or just tweet to us. Where do you think that Braden Point will finish on this list? Because if the Lightning do make it to the finals, now I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downser or net or you know negative about this at all, but you know it, it, you know they still let's not get ahead of ourselves. They still have one game left, but you know if they do finish it in six, he does have at least four games after that. To where if he keeps playing at this pace, I think he could probably get to 20. And I know that's crazy to think about, but he nets one in game six. He's at 14. You have 14 going into that series. I would have to say he at least maybe gets the 19. And that's just because of just the stretch he has been on as of late. I, I just think with, especially with everybody else that's playing around him, um, and you could see it in this game as well as at certain points in this series, and even in the past series with the Hurricanes and the Florida Panthers, that those teams aren't really mainly concerned with Braden Point. They're more concerned with some of the other guys out there on the ice. Andre Palat, Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov. And that opens up things immensely for Braden Point to do what he's doing. And I'm curious as to, you know, if the Islanders are going to adjust, if they're going to maybe put more of their focus on Braden Point, or Barry Trotz is going to go out there with the game plan and say, let's have Braden Point try and beat us. If we focus more of our defense on the circles and don't let guys like Kucherov and Stamkos set up in their in their offices let's let's have 20 let's have Braden Point go out there and beat us let's see if he can continue this stretch and I think either way if you if you flip flop those strategies I really think with the way this forecheck is playing and just the ability that the Lightning showed in games game five where they they were able to cycle the puck and set up the offense without really, really relying too heavily on on the rush. I don't I don't see how you stop that. I don't see at least the Islanders with the defensive core that they have and the way that these forwards have been playing as well. And you know, really the shaky goaltending that they have had for at times, if not a majority of this series, I don't see how you stop that. I don't see how you if how you could trade one guy off for the other. You know, if you if you try to stop the first line, you still have guys on the second and third who are very able to score. Yanni Gord. You know, even you have defensemen, Ryan McDonough. Even Victor Hedman. Hell, why not even Luke Shen, who scored a goal? You know, I I don't... And maybe we're getting a little cocky here, but I I really don't see a scenario in which, especially in this short of time, I don't see where the the New York Islanders could really turn things around to where it will make a difference and and make or break in in a do or die game. I don't see it. I don't see unless there's a complete implosion 
by Vasilevsky and this offense where, you know, we see one of your stereotypical slow starts to the game, which really these last two games, uh, we have not, you know, these last actually three games, uh, for the most part, the Lightning have done a very good job, especially in this series. Um, well, they have been at certain points. Um, they haven't been consistent about it. They've, they've showed sparks of very good, high quality, uh, very good quality play, but really hasn't translated that much into, into, to goals. And I spoke about that a little bit on the last episode, but you know, that's not to say that how they've played in the, the first period has been a complete disaster. No, not at all. They've been competitive, but like I said, hasn't really always translated into goals. So we'll kind of discuss to wrap things up at the end of the show about what transpired between Matt Barzal and John Ruda at the end of the game. But first, let's talk about our last sponsor of the day, and that is Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. They got nine delicious flavors, so there's something for everyone. If you like raspberry, well, they got raspberry. If you're looking for something a little bit on the chocolatey side, well, they got double chocolate. They got peanut butter brownie. Now, if you're looking for something a little bit tropical, if you're sitting on the beach, if you're, you know, while listening to this podcast and you're looking for maybe something like, I don't know, something with some coconut in it. Well, guess what? They don't only have coconut. They got coconut almond. So there's something for everybody. And that's what it's all about. So order today and get that raspberry or that mint brownie or whatever you like. Go to BuiltBar.com and use that promo code LOCKED15. That's LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, and we're back to wrap things up. Just kind of closing things out on the show. Once again, please go ahead and like and subscribe to the show we love all the support you guys and the intensity that you've been bringing not only throughout this entire playoff run but this entire season as things are starting to wind down lightning are one win away from making their second straight trip fourth trip in franchise history to the stanley uh to the stanley cup finals um still got to win game six which i really think they will Vasilevsky, I think, is going to shut the door down. I'm calling it right now. Vasilevsky's going to pitch a shutout. Chalk me up for a donut. You know, tell your friends if they ask you what what the Lightning are going to do in this game. Say, guess what? We win. The, the, the Lightning are going to win this game. You get Dunkin' Donuts because guess what? Vasilevsky's going to throw a big old zero on the scoreboard in Long Island. So what happened at the I'm not going to make a big deal about this because I don't expect anything to come from it. I spoke about it a little bit earlier in the show. If you're just joining us now, which is a little bit of a mystery to me considering we're 30 minutes in. Um, but Matt Barzal, I don't know. He got frustrated. Something snapped. And, and I've never understood this, but hockey players, I get it. Frustration sets in and you're just trying to, to maybe just get yourself started or your team started. And you're, you know, sometimes we see this with a lot of scorers and they just try to turn into a tough guy. And that's what Mark Bar- Matt Barzell did. Um, kind of went toe to toe a little bit with John Ruda in front of the benches, cross-checked him right in the face. John Ruda dropped to the ground. Um, I don't expect them to get suspended. I would hope that maybe there's a fine. I don't think so. Just with everything that has happened over the last two months, 
with the Office of Player Safety. Uh, I tweeted it. I, w- I would probably expect more of the Office of Player Safety to send him a gift card to Jersey Mike's than to actually give him a fine. Because, let's face it, that department in the NHL is a joke. Uh, that's just plain and simple. And it that's just the way. And by the way, there was no call on this. Which is, it, from what I remember. Oh, actually, no, never mind. He got a game misconduct. Um... And so maybe the Office of Player Safety will think that a game is conduct while while the game has already been pretty much decided is enough punishment. But I think there's maybe some hidden reasonings if he doesn't get suspended, which we will talk about on the next episode. <laughs> I'm going to leave that hanging for you guys. I'll talk about it when the... When the when the whole series wraps up as to the conspiracy, I guess we could call it the conspiracy of not only the NHL, but almost NBC, pretty much NBC is on it. And I think a lot of America is on it that they don't want the Tampa Bay lightning to go back to the Stanley cup finals. I'll explain about that. It's just a hunch. I really think it's, you know, a real thing though. Uh, but in the meantime, please give us a follow on our social media accounts, uh, locked on underscore lightning on Instagram, LO underscore lightning on Twitter. Uh, give us, give me a follow, uh, on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K, as well as follow us, like, and subscribe, uh, to us on any podcasting platform. Uh, we're everywhere. And give us a rate and review wherever you are allowed to. I think it's really iTunes and Spotify. If you listen to us on anywhere else that allows you to, please, five stars and a good rating. Really appreciate it. So that's been it for today's episode of Locked on Lightning, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.